This is Right from the Deep. I'm Karen Ball. And I'm Aaron Taylor Young. And this is the podcast from writers for writers, answering the question, why am I doing this? <laughs> As writers, editors, and a former literary agent, we're in the deep with you. Bringing interviews, inspiration, and information to encourage, refresh, and equip you to embrace the deep, to find your truest story, your truest message in the deep places. You can get the episode show notes, lots more information and encouragement, and your free audio download, Five Crucial Ways to Safeguard Your Writer's Heart, at writefromthedeep.com. Hey, guys. Here's what's happening with the Right from the Deep world. We want to thank all of our patrons on Patreon. If you haven't checked us out on Patreon, please do so. We welcome you to come and see if there's any way that you want to take part in making this podcast happen. And we are so thankful for all of you who've already done so. You are the guys who make us able to do what we do here at Right from the Deep. Yeah, so thank you. And thanks especially to our July sponsor of the month, Wendy McDonald. Yay! Yay, Wendy! You can find out more about her at her website. It's wendylmcdonald.com, W-E-N-D-Y-L-M-A-C-D-O-N-A-L-D.com. But get this, she's also a podcaster. It's so exciting. She produces a short weekly inspirational podcast and it's called Walking with Hope. And that's for Hope Stream Radio. And you can check that out at hopestreamradio.com forward slash programs forward slash walking with hope and just put hyphens between that walking with hope. So hopestreamradio.com slash programs slash walking with hope. And now here's the show. Hello, writers out there. Welcome to the deep. As Christian writers, we want to write words of life. We want to write words that refresh this weary world. We want to write words that bring hope and joy and peace in the face of struggle and sorrow and temptations. But guys, sometimes we get so caught up in doing that, that task, and everything else that goes with it, and that's in the midst of our busy lives and all our responsibilities, and basically we end up living our life in one big rush, and we forget to get our fill of God's words, God's words of life, of God's refreshment. It's waiting for us every day as we meet with Him. So we want to dedicate this podcast to doing just that, to being refreshed by God I want to encourage you, if you do nothing else today, stop, listen, absorb, soak in God's Word. It's always amazing to me when I go looking for scriptures to share how I can get caught up in God's Word and how it moves me and makes me weepy or it makes me just have this strong sense of who God is. And we need to do that. We need that every day. So the first verse I want to share with you all is Habakkuk 2.3. I love the name of that book, Habakkuk. Habakkuk. (laughs) I think if I'd had a son, I would have named him Habakkuk Ball. But anyway, I love that. I love the scriptures. And Habakkuk 2.3 has been my life verse for a lot of years. And it says this, slowly, steadily, surely, the time is approaching when the vision will be fulfilled. If it seems long in coming, be patient. It will not be overdue a single day. Uh, This is applied to so much in my life and that constant reminder to be patient. I I don't like waiting. I want things to be done right away. My husband gave me a poster once that said, I'm easy to please. Just give me what I want when I want it. (laughs) And this reminds me to focus on God's timing, not on my own. Right. 
And then there's Psalm 62, 5 through 8. For God alone, O my soul, wait in silence, for my hope is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be shaken. On God rest my salvation and my glory. My mighty rock, my refuge is God. Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Here's Exodus 14, verses 5 through 16. This is God being a refuge. When the king of Egypt was told that the people had fled, the mind of Pharaoh and his servants was changed toward the people. And they said, What is this we have done, that we have let Israel go from serving us? So he made ready his chariot, and took his army with him, and took six hundred chosen chariots and all the other chariots of Egypt with officers over all of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued the people of Israel, while the people of Israel were going out defiantly. The Egyptians pursued them, all Pharaoh's horses and chariots, and his horsemen and his army— and overtook them encamped at the sea by Pi-Haheroth in front of Baal-Zephon. When Pharaoh drew near, the people of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians were marching after them, and they feared greatly. And the people of Israel cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, Is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? What have you done to us in bringing us out of Egypt? Is not this what we said to you in Egypt? Leave us alone that we may serve the Egyptians, for it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. And Moses said to the people, Fear not, stand firm, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see them again. The Lord will fight for you, and you have only to be silent. The Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Tell the people of Israel to go forward. Lift up your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it that the people of Israel may go through the sea on dry ground. And most of you guys know the story. That's exactly what happened. The Israelites went through on dry ground. But do you sometimes hear yourself in there? Do you sometimes hear that complaining? Do you sometimes hear, oh, no, what have I done? I thought I was supposed to do this, and now it's going badly. And I think about how these people did fear. Can you imagine standing there looking at this giant army coming after you? And you got your kids with you, maybe? Of course you're afraid. But God doesn't want us to fear. He just wants us to obey. It's interesting. I like the readings of F.B. Mayer, and there are quite a few um, quotes and readings from him in the devotional that we use when we have our meetings, and that streams in the desert. This is what F.B. Mayer has to say about this particular scripture. Never dread any consequence resulting from absolute obedience to God's command. Mm -hmm. Never fear the rough waters ahead, which through their proud contempt impede your progress. God is greater than the roar of raging water and the mighty waves of the sea. The Lord sits enthroned over the flood. The Lord is enthroned as king forever from Psalms 29.10. Mayor goes on to say, a storm is simply the hem of his robe, the sign of his coming, and the evidence of his presence. Wow, I love that. 
I also love John 1, 12 through 18. Listen to this. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, nor a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Out of his fullness, we have all received grace in place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in closest relationship for the Father, and he has made him known. Man. Romans eleven thirty three through twelve thirteen. Oh, the depths of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable mm-hmm. are his judgments and his paths beyond tracing out. Who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor? Who has ever given to God that God should repay them? For from him and through him and for him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. For by the grace given in me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Now think about this. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Behold, all who are incensed against you shall be put to shame and confounded. Those who strive against you shall be as nothing and shall perish. You shall seek those who contend with you, but you shall not find them. Those who war against you shall be as nothing at all. For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, fear not. I am the one who helps you. I love that. That's from Isaiah 41, 10 through 13. And then there's Colossians 28, 20, which just has always encouraged me. God says, be strong and courageous and do the work. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord God, my God is with you. He will not fail you or forsake you until all the work for the service of the temple of the Lord is finished. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. 
He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Mm. Psalm 23. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18, and also Isaiah 14, 24 and 27. Listen to this. I love this. The Lord Almighty has sworn, surely, as I have planned, so it will be, and as I have purposed, so it will happen This is the plan determined for the whole world. This is the hand stretched out over the nations, for the Lord Almighty has purposed, and who can thwart him? His hand is stretched out, and who can turn it back? I'm thinking nobody. (laughs) (laughs) So our response, praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with the pleasure of his will to the praise of his glorious grace which he has freely given us in the one he loves. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us. With all wisdom and understanding, he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ, to be put into effect when the times reach their fulfillment, to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth and under Christ." In him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will, in order that we who were the first to put our hope in Christ might be for the praise of his glory. Are you hearing hearing an echo? The praise of his glory, the praise of his glory. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, when you believed You were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession. To To the the praise praise of of his his glory. glory. (laughs) That is it, guys. That was Ephesians 1, 3 through 14. We are here for the praise of his glory. 1 Timothy 4, 1 through 5, I solemnly urge you in the presence of God and Christ Jesus, who will someday judge the living and the dead when he comes to set up his kingdom. 
preach the word of God, be prepared whether the time is favorable or not, patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage your people with good teaching. For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. They will reject the truth and chase after myths. But you... You should keep a clear mind in every situation. Don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. Work at telling others the good news and fully carry out the ministry God has given you. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent, and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. James 1, 19-25 Even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I have made you, and I will carry you. I will sustain you, and I will rescue you. Isaiah 46, 4, all of that is in the positive. God will do what God will do. The God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by hands. And he is not served by human hands as if he needed anything. Rather, he himself gives everyone life and breath and everything else. Take that minute and stop and breathe and know every breath is from God. He gives it to you and he's in control. We hope that this time hearing God's word has been a refreshment and a blessing to you. I think it's so important to just take a moment and be immersed in what God has to say to us in his word. So much truth, so much power. Let these words infuse you and fill you and remind you that you're not in this alone. You're not in this in your own power. You're not doing this with your own abilities. Everything that you need to complete the task God has given you, he supplies you. It's not on your shoulders. It's on his, because he's the one who's given you this task. And now, from Psalm 29, 11, May the Lord give strength to you. May the Lord bless you with peace. Amen. Amen. Hey, guys, thanks for joining us today. We hope you found it helpful. And if you know someone else who needs this podcast, please share it. You can find backlist episodes and lots more resources at our website, rightfromthedeep.com. Yep, we'd love to connect with you guys there. So until next time, embrace the deep. Your writing and your life will never be the same. Amen. Amen.